What's going on, squad? Welcome to A Vision Includes You. This podcast is where I help you step into your true power so that you can elevate all areas of your life without any regrets. My name is Kevin Vu, and I am an online fitness coach and mindset coach, and I'm on a mission to impact millions of lives across the globe. In my experience, I've helped over hundreds completely transform their lives by unlocking their full potential. It's now my goal to share that knowledge I've accumulated over the years into actionable steps to help you turn your vision into your reality. Now let's get into today's episode. Welcome back to another episode of A Vision Includes You podcast. I'm your host, Kevin Vu. I am an online fitness and mindset coach. And today, I just decided to come out here with a value bomb. I just wanted to drop a ton of value. I mean, I guess I already kind of do that, uh, but I feel like sometimes I kind of just get off track and just, you know, ramble on about my life or whatever. But you still get the value, you still get the actionable steps. And today, I just wanted to give a ton of value that you can start applying into your life right now so that you don't feel too restrictive or you don't feel that you have to give up all your social life and whatever. And I want to make sure that you're creating a lifestyle that's sustainable and yet you're still able to enjoy everything and still make progress. So how many of you feel right now that every time you try to lose weight or you try to make progress that there has to be some sacrifice like you're starting to say no to friends or you're not able to like go out and enjoy yourselves on the weekends or your friend invites you to go out for a drink and you have to say no because you want to lose weight or whatever. Like I'll be the first to admit that this has happened to me more times than not. Like I had to say no on numerous occasions and I've always felt like every time I said no it's like okay my friends are just gonna stop inviting me because I'm gonna be known as the guy who's like yo he's turning down everything might as well not even invite him out anymore yes you have goals but I don't want you to get to the point where you are sacrificing your friends in terms of like saying no because you want to achieve these goals like there is something called balance and this is the approach that I always try to preach from now on. So if you feel like oh you have to choose between one the one or the other I'm gonna tell you that You don't have to choose. You can actually have both. You just need to implement the right strategies that's actually going to allow you to still make progress and still be on track with hanging out with your friends and everything. All right. So getting into the four key strategies that you can start implementing today. So the first strategy that I teach to all my clients and everything is called the 80-20 approach. So some of you may have heard of it, some of you haven't, but if you, in case you haven't heard of it, no problem. 80-20 is a principle that applies to our nutrition. And just by the way, this whole uh, podcast is going to be mainly towards nutrition. So if you're struggling with nutrition, you're struggling with what to eat when you're out with your friends or like what to eat when you're on, you know, at the weekends or whatever, like this podcast is going to be for you. So 80-20 approach. Uh, You can apply this strategy not only towards the weekends, but towards like your whole week in general. 80% of the time, you should be fueling your body with nutrient-dense foods, foods that actually make you feel good. These are foods that are like usually quote-unquote healthy. So like whole foods, minimally minimally processed foods, uh, foods that obviously make your body feel good at the end of the day. So 20% of the time, these are reserved for like those fun treats that you have in mind. Maybe they're less nutritious and 
20% of the time, these could be like times where you're saving for like eating out or like special occasions. Maybe it's a weekend that you want to eat out with your friends or with your spouse or with your kids, whatever. 20% of the time, it should be reserved for those only. And I want to say like a lot of people uh, that I work with, they're eating out, let's say, every single day. So it's not really 80-20. It's more of like 40% of the time they're eating healthy and then 60% of the time they're eating out. So if we're adopting this approach, you have to understand that most of your nutrition right now should be healthy foods, should be nutrient-dense foods. And then once we reserve like that 20% of the time to like those special occasion and actually enjoying ourselves, we're going to feel like, oh, you know what? It's going to feel so much more special saving it for those um, special occasions rather than just eating out every single day. And I know like a lot of people, they feel like eating out is just super convenient. uh, Meal prepping takes too long. And that's a complete myth. Like you do not need to cook like every single day if you meal prep. If you just cook for like an hour or two on the weekends, you can have meals for the whole week, right? But I'm going to get into that different day but 80 20 approach is by far the most sustainable that i found with all my clients because no foods are off limits and you're still able to enjoy life in the process right so that's the first strategy is adopting the 80 20 approach the second strategy this one's a little bit more advanced so it's actually called calorie cycling so this is a advanced method as i mentioned it's where you pretty much break down your weekly total calorie intake if you don't know what your weekly total calorie intake is what you do is like you could go on an online calorie calculator so you just go on google online uh, calorie calculator for fat loss or whatever just click on the link type in some basic information and then it's going to give you a number this number is going to be your calorie deficit number this is how many calories you're going to need to eat on a daily basis to lose weight okay so let's say it is 2000 calories a day that you need to lose weight Instead of just eating 2,000 calories every single day, maybe that's a little bit too low for you. What you can do is take that 2,000 calories, multiply it by 7. So now, instead of eating 2,000 calories every single day for 7 days, you can have 14,000 calories within the span of a week and you can split it however you'd like. So let's say Monday to Friday, if you're okay with eating lower calories and you want to eat more on the weekends, then let's say on the weekdays you can eat 1750 calories so monday tuesday wednesday thursday friday 1750 and then by the end of the whole weekend you're saving what is that about 750 calories so 750 calories divided by two that's 375 calories uh, that you can divide between saturday and sunday hopefully you're following along Um, but essentially what you're doing is like you're in a little bit bigger deficit uh, Monday to Friday and then on Saturday and Sunday you have more freedom and flexibility to actually enjoy those bigger meals if you like so instead of the traditional oh same calorie deficit Monday to Friday you're pretty much manipulating the days where you have like low calorie days and higher calorie days and as long as the weekly total average is still about the same then you're going to still make similar results. Like there's no difference whatsoever. Hopefully that makes sense. If you're confused by whatsoever, you can always uh, send me a message on Instagram at Fusion Fitness. Um, But yeah, for the sake of this podcast, I'm going to make it short and sweet. The third strategy. This one is the one that I try to use the most and I feel like it's the most practical one. It's called the backtrack method. 
all right backtrack method so let's say on the weekend you have a special occasion and this is um practical for like holidays or like birthdays or like special events that you know that you're gonna eat out or at least have a bigger meal so for example let's say tomorrow you're gonna have a bigger dinner so on that bigger dinner, let's say you're going out and you know the restaurant. Let's say you're going out to like a Kelsey's and you're probably going to eat around like a thousand calories for dinner. That's completely fine. So going back to that example, let's say your calorie target is a thousand, sorry, is 2000 calories for the whole day. If you're having a thousand calorie dinner, what you can do is you backtrack your dinner and you look at your other meals and see how you can make those fit. So for example, a thousand calorie dinner. All right, cool. If I'm going to have breakfast and lunch, I'm going to have a smaller breakfast and lunch to accommodate and make all those other meals fit so that at the end of the day, I'm still within my calorie range. So, for example, you can split it up in, let's say, a 500 calorie lunch and a 500 calorie breakfast or, again, 600 calorie lunch and a 400 calorie breakfast. However you choose it, but at the end of the day, you're still consuming 2000 calories and my best piece of advice with this approach as well is I would prefer you have higher protein and lower calorie meals throughout the day so that you can actually save for that bigger dinner and the reason for this is protein is actually the most satiating macronutrient which means it's got to keep you full for longer so that you don't have the urge to like snack throughout the day or anything like that and again like this is a more also a little bit more advanced approach. So if even if you feel like, okay, that's not going to be realistic or you feel like, oh, that's too hard, then any of the other methods is going to be equally um, as good. This is just one of the methods that you can start adopting. And over time, you're going to start noticing that it's going to get easier. And the goal here isn't to be perfect, is not to be perfect. As long as you're trying your best to stay on track with your goals on the weekends or during like the special occasions, then that's what matters most. It's not like you're just letting open the floodgates and then not having any structure whatsoever. And this is where like you start binging. You're like, oh, you know what? I fell off track. I'm just going to eat whatever I want in sight. So that's not the right approach. I feel like there has to be some structure, some strategy in place, including the ones, um, especially on the weekends. So moving into the fourth strategy, and I feel like this is the best one, and I'm going to save this for last, is simply planning ahead. And I know this sounds like super easy, but I feel like oftentimes people underestimate it. Like people often underestimate planning ahead. And planning ahead means like, okay, it's similar to number three actually, but um, if you know that on the weekend you do want to eat out at least once, pick a restaurant that at least has their nutri nutrient profiles. So for example, if you just type in Chipotle uh, nutrient information on Google, you're gonna find out like their nutrient calculators. You could customize your own bowls, see the calories, see the breakdowns of everything. And that's, that's actually gonna help you track your calories a little bit better and actually stay on track to hit your goals. Um, there's other options, for example, Domino's, I know it has it, Chick-fil-A, Subway, Arby's, Taco Bell. These are all places that, that actually have the nutrient informations. If you go to like a restaurant that's not so known, um, for example, if you go to like a pho restaurant and let's say it's like a family owned restaurant, you can't really track the information. My best uh, advice for that is like to just guesstimate. Like at the end of the day, as long as you're trying to, your best, as long as you're trying to track to the best of your ability, you should not overcomplicate things. Like, yes, it's nice to have the nutrient profiles and everything, but it should not add more stress into your life. 
That's the bottom line. So um, if you're eating at a food restaurant and let's say it's a family-owned business, I would just type in the name and if it comes up on your tracking app, I prefer MyFitnessPal. This, then just choose the one that uh, feels like makes the most sense and then just track it, move on. That's it. Guesstimate to the best of your ability. You're not going to be perfect and that's okay. You shouldn't feel like you need to be perfect 100% of the time with your nutrition. At the end of the day, as I mentioned, as long as you're trying your best, you don't let that one meal spiral into like a whole binge eating day or a cheat day or whatever, then you're going to be okay. You're going to not lose any progress whatsoever. So that's the most important thing. So again, I'm going to quickly recap these four strategies, as I mentioned, and hopefully this is actually going to help you stay on track with your goals without sacrificing your social life. Number one, the 80-20 approach. So 80% of the time, try to aim for like nutrient-dense foods. These are foods like lean sources of protein, your fruits and vegetables, whole grains. Like these are all foods that you would consider quote-unquote healthy. 20% of the time, you can save it for like special occasions. You know, when you're eating out, you can have like a donut here and there. You can have like a slice of cake here and there, piece of chocolate. This whole approach is like promoting an all-inclusive lifestyle. Like you're not feeling restrictive when you're following this approach right without rather than just eating out every single day you're just saving it for like those special occasions and it's gonna feel so much more special rather than just having it every single day the second strategy is called calorie cycling again this is more uh, advanced so if you take your weekly total calorie number so if you don't know how to find that just go on an online calculator type in calories for fat loss calculator or whatever on google you're going to get a number and that number you multiply that by seven that's going to be your weekly total calorie number you can divide that up however you want throughout the week you don't even have to eat the same number of calories as long as at the end of the week you're eating roughly the same weekly total calories then you're going to be on track all right so play with it however you like. I know some people that like to have higher calories on like the days where they're training and lower calories on the days that they're resting. And that com- makes complete sense. Number three, strategy number three, it's called the backtrack method. So this is practical for those who know that they're going to have a bigger dinner, for instance. Let's say you're going to have a thousand calories for your dinner. What you do is you factor in that a thousand calories first, then you backtrack your meals. So let's say for your lunch, um, if you're on a 2000 calorie uh, deficit right now, like sorry, diet, then a thousand calories for dinner leaves you with a thousand calories left to split between lunch and breakfast. You can split like 500 calories for both meals or maybe like 600 calories and then 400 calories for the other meal. However you want, just make sure that you factor in the meal that you know that you're eating out first. Strategy number four, similar to strategy number three, is called planning ahead. And this is super simple yet super underutilized. Planning ahead means like if you know that you're eating out on a specific day or whatever, try to choose a restaurant that has their nutrient information online. Um, For example, Chipotle, Domino's, I know McDonald's even has it, like Taco Bell, Burger King. Obviously, like these are not like the quote unquote best options, like if you're choosing uh, 
like the whoppers and like the whole combos and everything i'm not saying you can't have that everything is fine in moderation as i mentioned uh just be more mindful of how frequent you're having it and also the nutrient properties of that meal and if you're tracking it you're on point with everything else then you know what plan ahead move forward enjoy it and move on and if you don't have the nutrient properties that's completely okay too you can just type in the information in your tracking app Find the best one that you feel suits that or matches that criteria and then just move on. All right. One meal is not going to ruin your progress as long as you get back on track. Don't let that one meal spiral into a whole binge eating day or anything like that. And that's how you're going to make progress. That's how you're going to continue to uh, make this a part of your lifestyle. The whole bottom line here is like you want to make it a sustainable lifestyle. If you're constantly restricting yourselves, not having a social life, giving up all your friends, saying no every single time, then it's not going to be sustainable long term. You need to find a strategy that's going to make it easier for you without feeling like you're giving up the rest of your life just to stay healthy or fit. All right. And if you got value from today's episode, then I would love for you to screenshot this episode, post it to your story, and tag me at Vision Fitness. Hope you got a ton of value once again, and I look forward to catching all of you on the next episode. Peace! Thank you for tuning in to another episode of A Vision Includes You. If you got value from today's episode, I would love for you to screenshot any episode, post it to your story, and tag me at Vision Fitness so that I know you're tuning in. I truly appreciate the support, and as always, I hope you have the best day ever, and I'll catch you on the next episode.